Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Thursday. It is January 13th. And uh, hey, just want to direct your attention to the screen here. Different ways that you can connect with us here at Statler Financial. There's obviously our website at statlerfinancial.com. We have this Facebook page that you can uh, get information from. You want to schedule an appointment. There's a Calendly link there directly to our calendar. And then our, our radio shows. Uh, we're here on Light FM. Uh, every morning at about 8.40, and then News Talk 7.30 and FM 95.3 on Saturdays and Sundays. Would love to have you join us there. Before we get uh, in with Dave here, because we do have some earnings that have come in this morning, let's um, just remind everybody that uh, the, the thing that's important, the thing that no one, um, or, or I should say everyone, has control over, and that's how much risk you have in your current portfolio. And uh, so many people don't realize what that risk is. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to go through our core retirement design so we can help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. So with that, we've got Dave and some earnings coming up next. Oh, it's 841. My name is Morning Dave. And we need to check in on your money and find out what Sam Hill is going on on Wall Street this morning. Sometimes sometimes things don't go the way you expect them to. And yesterday we kind of did because we actually had green ink in the face of what was really some really crap whole economic numbers that we got out. Let's see what's going on this morning. Philip Statler is on the phone from Statler Financial Services. Good morning, Philip. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today as we're getting close to finishing up this first, I mean, the second week of January. And uh, yeah, we have economic numbers. We're finally getting a few uh, uh, companies reporting their earnings and uh, not looking too bad for those first few coming out. So far, so good. And the financial start, the flood starting tomorrow. I'm going to miss the first week of earnings week. I'm actually taking some vacation time next week. So uh, I hope you and Scotty managed to keep the market going up <laughs> off of their earnings reports. Setting the table, I, I mentioned at the outset that this was kind of a reversal after you and I were kind of throwing funeral balls on everything over the inflation numbers that came out yesterday. Dow ended up, it wasn't a big day, but Dow was up by 38, S&P was up by 13, and the NASDAQ was up by 35 yesterday. One of my tip sheets said that uh, they just expected bad news, so investors shrugged it off and went forward yesterday. That's about the best explanation I can cook up. <laughs> well, you know, hey, any explanation. And uh, will work when you have green ink. We'll take it happily as it runs. And it kind of brings us up to this morning after we were uh, talking about the inflation rate on the consumer front earlier this week. Now we get the producer price index out this morning. That's probably the headline number out of the government data dump. And they say year over year, the producer price index, that's wholesale inflation, up 9.7%. What's truly scary is they were actually expecting worse. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, and that 9.7 number, let's uh, remember, that is some of the um, uh, biggest numbers we've seen when it comes to um, the, the wholesale inflationary number. I can't, uh, I don't remember if it told us how far back it goes, but uh, that's the biggest increase we've seen in quite some time. Yeah, the consumer rate was like a 40-year record, so I'm going to, let's assume that the producer price number is in that same general league. Month over month, it wasn't all that terribly bad, up 
two-tenths of a percent. And once you got the core number out, once you get foodstuffs and energy out of it, it was up 0.4%, which is what the market expected. Uh, what was funny is, you know, 9.7% is enough to make you drop your false teeth. The market was expecting 98 yeah, but let's look at it. Um, yeah, the year-over-year year number is, uh, let's just face it, that's just uh, incredibly high. But at least um, if we look at it compared to the last month, um, not near as bad as the month before, like November, because November we're up eight-tenths of a percent. So to be up only two-tenths of a percent is not a, not a bad deal. Yeah, it always helps to remember that when we talk about getting inflation under control. That doesn't mean the prices are going to go back down, people. It just means they're going to stop going up. So, you know, if you're used to paying twice as much for uh, celery at the store as you as you used to, don't expect the prices to go down if inflation starts go, starts settling down. Just means you're not going to pay as much as much more in the future. So, caution, people. President Biden is keeping a close watch on the economy and the inflation rate, so he's giving a speech at 10.30 on COVID-19. I think they bought the wrong year calendar in the uh, White House. (laughs) (sighs) The other uh, data dump that came out this morning was the first time unemployment claims, and you and I were kind of noodling through before we went on the air. Yeah, it was up. Yeah, it was a little bit of a disappointment. They were expecting 200,000 first-time claims. It was 230, but still the number is so abnormally low week over week. I can't imagine investors doing much with that. Can you? No, and same thing with continuing claims. They dropped another oh fifteen thousand or so, or one hundred fifty thousand rather. So, you know, I mean, what does that really mean? I'm having a hard time finding meaning in any of this right now, given the numbers are so low. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of at the point we all know that anybody that wants a job can find a job. Just to drive down the road and look for the help wanted signs. Uh, so we're not in a situation we're in deep due to, with the exception of some specialty fields and some skilled occupations that are still having some difficulties. By and large, the job market is pretty much at full employment. Talking about earnings season starting up soon, the financials start dumping on us, hopefully starting tomorrow. But we got a couple of bellwethers that are actually kind of interesting. Delta Airlines reported, and that's kind of a surprise. They did well with all of the uh, COVID questions of the last half of last quarter. They did. So, so Delta came out, and they beat by $0.08 cents a share. They made $0.22. Cents. Um, and their, their earnings were, I mean, their revenue was, was strong, too. Now, they did come out in their report and say, hey, look, we expect, because of the COVID numbers, that in the first quarter, we're going to lose money. Uh, But we expect a strong spring and summertime travel season and that we will be profitable by the end of the year. So so some good news there for Delta, at least some outlook that looks good. They're trading up about 2% this morning. And that ain't bad at all. The other major sector that affects the economy is housing. And one of the big publicly traded home builders reported, and we got some guidance out of another one, I gather. We do. So KB Homes, like I said yesterday, KB Homes reported yesterday after we uh, uh, after the market closed. Uh, they they had a really good quarter, made a dollar ninety one a share. That was fourteen cents better than expected. Now revenue was a little bit below what they had forecasted, uh, but they also came out and gave a positive outlook for twenty twenty two. Um, and so that's been a big help for their stock. Their stock's skyrocketing this morning, up nine and a half percent. Wow. Yeah, I, I, so, wonder, I wonder if that guidance might be reflected in what we talked about on mortgage apps yesterday. Everybody's finally realizing that we're about as low as you're going to see for the next little while. So a few people are pulling the trigger earlier than they otherwise would have. 
it, it, it's possible, but I'm thinking, you know, as long as it takes to get a house out of the ground um, uh, these days, and, you know, mortgage rates don't lock in, you know, they float until you get within so many days of closing. So mm-hmm. I don't really see in the construction area that that really being um, a, a contributing factor in existing homes that I do. But, uh, but because, you know, interest rate, you can say, hey, I'm going to buy a house today um, and they got to go build it. Well, they don't lock in your interest rate until you get 30 days out from the, from the, uh, the closing date usually. Yeah, so, you got a valid you got okay, a valid so, point on that, unless they're uh, selling their model homes an awful lot faster. Well, that, that could be true. The, yeah. the other, you know, the other home uh, home uh, builder we had, they didn't report yet. They they come out probably next week. They're usually a week or two behind KB Homes, and that's Lennar Homes. Um, they did come out though, and they increased their dividend by fifty percent. Um, so that's a pretty big uh, deal for them, and that's helping their stock up, uh, getting close to up three percent. Cool. You know, we, we talk about individual companies acting like bellwethers, and the construction industry is just one of those industries that kind of provides a bellwether for the rest of the economy simply because it generates so much money and so many jobs. Yeah, that's right. It really does across the board and across the country. I have one more for you, Dave. Now, this one is not trade on the U.S. exchange, but uh, but it is something that's of interest to all of us out there. Uh, the the Taiwan Semiconductor Company, they yeah. uh, they reported a record profit. Don't have the exact number, uh, but they beat the forecast across the board and they gave an upbeat outlook um, uh, for uh, their business for this next year. And uh, they were up pre-market 3.8%. Now, they're not traded on our markets. This is a Taiwan exchange. They're actually up just a tad from uh, from where they are right now because it's like 230 over there. Um, so, so they're up about two-tenths of a percent right now. All righty. Well, anything in the semiconductor business that says they're still in business is good news given our chip problems over here, right? Exactly. So, hey, one more thing I want to leave you with. Um, I I just want to make people's day. The IRS is in crisis. I know (laughs) most people already knew that, but, uh, Hey, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. They, they really, um, talking about the 2022 season, um, man, please file your returns electronically. Make sure you take that letter that you're going to get about child tax credits and the EIP, uh, to your tax preparer, because if you get it wrong, there's a good chance that your refund could be delayed. Uh, there's a lot of refunds that still haven't been issued from, from last year. Um, I, I saw the numbers. And uh, if you have to mail anything or do anything by paper, you're just in trouble when it comes to the IRS. I forget they have like 6 million um, returns that they have not processed yet. They have 2 million amended returns they have not processed yet. And they, I think I saw they have like six or eight million pieces of paper uh, of um, correspondence that they have not been able to open and address yet. Holy moly. Yeah. I, I, I was reacting. I almost fell on the floor when you said they hadn't issued some refunds yet from last year. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember what the number was, but it was not a pretty number. It uh, took them until November to vomit up the $1,400 stimulus payment I had coming. I mean, I wasn't really in a hot-blooded rush for the money, but I was figuring I was just going to have to put it on my taxes when it finally suddenly popped into my checkbook in the middle of November. Yeah. And I, when did we do that? March, was it? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, ta- yeah, so, yeah. 
Yeah, the federal government is getting pokier and pokier, and that's not good news for those of us that are kind of hanging on our business manager's offices looking for our W-2s. Yeah. Setting the table up for the morning here, it was an update yesterday. One of those updates you like seeing, modest increases in all three of the indexes. 45 minutes before we open, Philip, what are we looking at today? Hey, we got a little bit of green ink. Um, I mean, not a huge amount, but, uh, hey, we always take green over red. So we got the Dow up about three-tenths of a percent right now. The S&P 500 is up about two-tenths of a percent. And the NASDAQ 100 is up about three-tenths of a percent. So, so things are looking good there now. I will say on the commodity side, it's a little different story, Dave. Um, silver actually just went green by about a tenth of a percent. And, and looking good because it's finally cracked it back over $23 an ounce. Gold is down about a quarter of a percent and crude oil is down about a half a percent and coming in at about $82.25 a barrel right now. Yuck. Yeah. Anything, I know. anything over anything over 82, I'm unhappy with. Overseas markets, it was kind of an off day on balance in the Asian rim at the close early this morning. Europe is profoundly mixed. Great Britain and Germany are both up fractionally. France is having a little bit of a sell-off this morning. They're down the better part of a half a percent halfway through their day. Need advice to how to make sure my retirement works, and it sounds to me like maybe some advice on uh, tax planning, too. How do I get a hold of a pro at Statler Financial, Philip? Dave, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Uh, walk through our financial uh, x-ray, which is part of our uh, re- retirement design process. Uh, and uh, and then check out our website, statlerfinancial.com. Join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM. You know, after I made so much fun of the fact that football season is over, guess what I got from the Gators yesterday? Uh, preemption, huh? <laughs> no, not actually, but uh, 11.30 on Saturday morning because it's a 12.30 pregame. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow, my friend. I All appreciate right, man. Take care. Right, be well. It's 104.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Are you near retirement and facing? Hey, folks, we really do appreciate you being with us today. Um, I hope you got something out of the show. Uh, if you like what we're doing, please uh, share this with your friends and family. And if you don't catch us every day, once or twice a week, I think that's good. That keeps you up to date on what's happening in the marketplace. Hey, with that, we're out. We'll be here back tomorrow. Look forward to talking to you again. Take care. Bye now.